0: physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. The Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts is proudly sponsored by the Global Wellness HQ community. It's an online membership group where we meet, we share ideas, we share insights, and we all work together and help one another discover our own personal wellness journeys. If you'd like to join us, you can easily click the link below or scan the QR code, and we love hearing your stories. So we hope to see you in the community. Welcome, everyone. I'm really excited. Today, I have a new friend, Blondina Palazzo. Uh, Blondina, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. My name, again, is Blondina Palazzo. A little bit different. If you know my name, then you know who I am. But I, because I've been in the fitness and nutrition industry for over 30 years now, I absolutely am passionate about helping people feel good and confident in their skin. And I love I have over 37 certifications. I went to school for nutrition in the 90s and then added on to it over the years. And then um basically, yeah, that's who I am.
0: I love it. Now you and I were talking about wellness and um one of the things i find fascinating is a lot of people think that wellness is, is separate buckets but before we started recording we were talking about the the commonalities between fitness and financial and and your affinity for careers that start with f um why don't you talk a little bit, let's maybe talk a little bit about some of the habits that you see helping people in life in general, but then you know, we'll get into how that can apply to fitness or financial.
1: Well, I, have, I love the good F words. So okay. I have been working in F words, wow, over 20 years. So I, I faith, my fitness, family, my field, which my, was my career choice fun, friendships, finance, we could probably go on and on with all the F words and they all probably need, they all need habits. Every single F word has habits. If you're not fulfilling something in your relationships, your family, your friendships, guess what? You probably don't have great relationships. So I love uh, the good F word and I like to keep them in specific categories, but it's interesting how they all kind of correlate and you know, even though my background's in fitness, I found that when people are struggling in their finances, it seems like their fitness or their health or their nutrition really starts to hinder, or they're struggling, I wouldn't say struggling in their field or their career, but maybe putting a bazillion hours in, and there's not much balance that the other portions of their life because they don't have habits or balance or boundaries in that specific category that all the other areas tend to fall short.
0: I I love it and I think um, I'm gonna keep the F theme. I'm gonna say that's fantastic we're gonna have some fun today so warning to everybody um if you're looking for something a boring talk on finances uh, i don't think this is going to be the conversation uh call that a gut instinct but you know the, the reality is i think a lot of people tend to focus either on areas that they're really weak in so they're always trying to get less bad at something Or they overcompensate and they focus only on one area they're good in, to the exclusion of others. And I have a friend who is a self-confessed workaholic. Um, When things in his life get difficult, he just retreats to the office. So I think having that balance is going to be a, a huge you know, the reason we came out with holistic wellness was we realized that you could be really successful in your field, um, but maybe you're struggling in your family or in your, I don't know, an F word for community. So we'll come up with that one, but, yeah. you know, it's fellowship. There we go.
1: That's perfect. I love it. I'm adding it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have faith, we have fun, we have fellowship, we have family, um, you know. But the reality is, I'm not making light of it. It is a very real struggle for people, and I think one of the challenges is that I see is a lot of people use willpower, and willpower is a finite resource that gives out at the most inconvenient moment. Uh, whereas if you have habits, and and I'll have to find an F word for habits, but Um, if you follow a path consistently, um, everything improves, you know, and usually if you knock off one thing, everything, you know, rising tides lift all ships.
1: Yes. I think even my F words, Jeff, are, are my habits. If you think about it, if I don't spend time in my faith first, when I don't put that first, and I put fitness second, a lot of people put family second, they want to take care of their, they love their family. I put fitness second because if I don't take care of myself, I cannot take care of my family. I cannot be excellent in my field. I cannot be a great friend to those that I need to be friends with. Personally, I probably am not going to be fun to hang out with because I didn't relieve some stress, getting a great workout, get my sweat on. So there's actually a habit order even in my efforts.
0: Well, and, and one of the things I find fun is to mingle and mix some of your your habits. So, for example, a lot of people think that fitness has to be alone. Um, you know, you can combine fun and family and you can go to a family fitness class together. Or um, I don't know if, if yoga and praying comes together, but I mean, actually, I do know because that's originally what it was. Right, you know, right. before we turned it into a fitness craze, yoga was a way of expressing and and connecting with a religion. So, you know, there's no reason to say, OK, this bucket is being served first. Um, but I love that you do have that priority. And, you know, you ask any good Texan, I think they say it's God football family, Um you know that's kind of the the mantra and you know i've had a few people argue and say well actually i see it as god family football but most of the stereotypes it's always god football family um but again why are those exclusive
1: exactly f word for football too like we texas people that's <laughs> a big f word
0: so. <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, I, I have a friend who is trying to grow a business in in Texas, and he wants to leave God, football, and family out of his messaging. And I'm like, everything I know about him as a human being, God, football, and family are important. So why would you leave your your favorite topics off the table?
1: Right. yeah, you got to add those in. You got to be authentic to yourself
0: and bring your whole self to the party. Um, now, I think I can guess a couple of answers, but what are you most sure. passionate about in life? Why Why do you do what you do? What, what drives you and inspires you every day?
1: I think the reason I'm so passionate about fitness is stems from my sister. My sister was overweight. She's only two years older than me. And as a family, instead of focusing in on the fact that she Needed to lose weight, we as a family joined a gym and we took fitness classes and worked out together. And it was a lot of fun. It's fun for the family. We took group fitness together, which was loud music, a step, or some other form of equipment. We all kind of looked goofy and wore crazy workout gear. But it was the fact that we did it as a family. And I'm passionate. I never want anyone to be so, I guess. Feels ashamed that the fact that they look different or whatever for whatever reason and so but we all need to move it makes us feel better it can help our health it can help our weight loss all of that but I love the fact that my my dad my mom and dad took it as a family event versus just so that's why I'm passionate about it I fell in love with it because it made our family stronger it made my sister stronger it made me crave something that I fell in love with at 14 years old I was like oh my gosh why wouldn't everybody want to do this like it was it was exciting to me and I got excited that we went together as a family so I think that's why the passion came also too I years later I my sister fell in love with Tai Chi and I used to make fun of her as her sister because I was like that's not fitness And actually, it's really amazing for you. But I learned from the fact that I made fun of her. And I was just like, everybody's fitness is very different, whatever their movement is. And I learned that me trying to shove somebody in my little box of what I thought fitness was and what fun was in the fitness world is very different for every single person. So I became very passionate about just listening and helping them where they were. And just so they got a good, great workout that felt good. Something that they can stay consistent with because they love to do it. Not, oh, I have, I'm allergic to exercise. It's pain or yep. whatever they associate it with.
0: I have to do that. <laughs> and, and there's a couple of beautiful gems in there. And, you know, one is you mentioned meeting people where they are. Um, mm-hmm. I, I stress that with my coaching clients all the time. With a slight twist, you need to meet yourself where you are. Because, you know, we always are comparing ourselves to, a you know, a past version or, you know, a better version or another version. And the reality is who you are this morning, that's who you are. Any plan that doesn't involve you right today as a starting point, you're doomed to fail. You know, and, and I had friends that have, you know, oh, that's it. I'm going to go run a marathon. It's like, but you don't run. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to run a marathon next week. No, you're not. you know it's it's those baby steps um the other thing i'll share is when i was a a cocky teenage boy um i mocked my friend and priest because he did tai chi all day every day he was you know, that was his fitness. And I'm like, that's not fitness. You know, you got to get in the gym, you got to lift weights. And he said, come at me. And I'm like, I don't want to hurt you. And he said, no, no, come at me. And uh, next thing I know I'm on my back across the room going, what the hell just happened? Um, I can tell you for sure. Tai Chi is real.
1: It's real.
0: <laughs> it's an actual martial art. It looks very peaceful. And, you know, don't let the fact that it's, you know, you see, grandparents in the park doing it um, people who do Tai Chi can be very fit so um, but I love the 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 message of of greeting people where they are and joining them on a journey including ourselves
1: yes and I have learned so much from my clients from those that I would I've had the privilege of being able to help in their journey I have also become a fantastic coach because of them I have learned, I've learned how to work through struggles. I've learned that, wow, I need to check myself as a coach because I'm, I'm not meeting them where they are and, and happen to take a step back. And, uh, you know, over the years, that's just been an amazing journey. I, I, I say this because, uh, another story that pops in my head was a neighbor of mine that I helped lose 125 pounds. And I, Kept asking her if she needed my help. I'm her next door neighbor. I have a gym in my basement. You can walk (laughs) over with me all the time. And it wasn't until she said, I mean, it was years later. She says, I'm ready. And I literally, out of the blue, I go, ready for what? And she goes, I'm ready to lose weight. I'm ready to take my fitness serious. And I was like, okay. And she was consistent. It clicked in her brain. She knew where to find me. And she lost 125 pounds. It was, that was
0: awesome. You know, again, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I think that's one of the the biggest problems I see in in coaching in general is the coach wants the result more than the the client. And, you know, until somebody says, I need help, um, they're not ready. They're not, you know, any changes you make are not going to be lasting, uh, whether that's in the fitness or the financial world.
1: Right. I I believe
0: that too. Let's switch gears. Now, normally I ask, what's the best business advice you've ever received? Um, I'm going to change the question because it's my show. I can do that. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to take out the caveat, the the qualifier business. I'm going to say, what's the best life advice you've ever received? Because I I feel like that's going to be more powerful for for my listeners.
1: I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the whole business and in life. It's who you surround yourself with, like who, when you're making a decision or how you're living your life or whatever the case may be, who you surround yourself with is extremely important. Let me explain that. So a lot of people go, oh, well, the closest five friends, that's how much income you're going to make. I, I don't know if I agree with that or that, that statement. I don't know if I even said it correctly, but I, never, I didn't buy into it, I guess. I believe that you should surround yourself with people that have the utmost character and integrity that can challenge you with love. Meaning if they see something that you need to change, they can say it to you in love and it could help you. There's a lot of people that have a lot of leaders, a lot of business owners, a lot of fitness, a lot of people, right? A lot of life, a lot of people in this life that have blinders on and they can't see their blind spots right they can't they can't see them and if you don't surround yourself with those that could challenge you to change I think that you you'll stay in that rut for a lot longer than what you wanted to stay in that rut or I call it kind of my board of my board of directors
0: and I think that's huge and You know my takeaway from that and and you and i are a little bit too much alike i think but you know my takeaway is is it's not i i think the the exact quote is we become like who we spend our time with or so i don't know it doesn't matter what the quote is but the reality is um the people around us either lift us up or tear us down and i think most people don't realize that they can choose who who they're around and you know sometimes there are lessons in in very humble people who have very modest lives um mm-hmm. but also the, there's the i like the phrase steel sharp and steel um when you want to get really good at something in your life and it matters to you you need to be around people who are better than you at that thing whereas mm-hmm. if you're just looking to find happiness um That's a different group of people.
1: Yes, I think the the whole um, you say steel sharpens steel or iron sharpens iron. You know, the whole thing is, is that being around with somebody or even reading a book, somebody that reading a book, uh, like you're saying, Atomic Habits. We were talking earlier, like he must be an expert in that field. (laughs) I need to learn from him. I don't want to stop learning ever. And I never want to feel like i have arrived. And I think that to me is the biggest or the best life advice I can give you is never stop learning to surround yourself with the right people.
0: And I think if you have that, endless learning you know i am curious about everything i mean there's nothing uh, my kids get annoyed because i can have a conversation with anyone about anything and they're like why do you care dad And i'm like i actually don't but you know this person has something they want to teach me um i want to learn and and sometimes the lesson i've learned is i don't want to spend more time with that person um but you know th- the reality is good people have a funny way of, of teaching you things. And, you know, there are some people out there who are not necessarily what we would call good people. They still have a lesson to teach you if you want to learn the lesson. And I, I approach life with curiosity because, you know, I learn a lot of really random things and it makes life fun.
1: I agree. I I love people. I remember being excited to get on an airplane, Jeff, because I was excited to, I don't know if that person was excited to talk to me, but I was excited to figure out who I was going to sit by so that I could learn from them. And my husband wanted to sit by me. I'm like, no, we'll sit separately so we can find new friends and learn about them. And you know, it's a fun game, I guess you would say.
0: I, I have that. Um, I, I have my moments. So my flights are either leave me alone, I want to read a book, or if you want to talk about your life, I'm happy to listen. And um, very different flights for very different reasons. But, um, you know, it, it is amazing. If you listen to people, there's always a lesson, there's always a story, um, you know, just little things. You know i i go to my kids school drop them off one of the other dads works on the trains i can tell you how the brakes on a train work now didn't know how it worked it's fascinating but it doesn't make my life drastically different for having known it it just i can now explain to my 10 year old why trains are shorter in the winter than they are in the summer there you go so let's get to the practical so this could be about anything, any element of wellness, but what are some tips? What are Blondina's top three tips to improve somebody's wellness journey? Um, and and for the record, I'm going to take um, your number one, which is drink more water. Um, you can build on that or you can add another one. Um, but what are some three three things people listening today can go away today and implement?
1: I do love the water. I think that's a great lifestyle tip. Very easy to implement, but I do take it to the next level. Drink two glasses in the wa- of water in the morning before anything else. I think a lot of people jump to caffeine or coffee or whatever. Drink two glasses in the water. That's very doable. Something you can do every single day, but then it'll make you very aware from the beginning. And that's a, a very important tip to use. It's not just a Blondina tip. I think it's a huge tip in the wellness of the world. <laughs> You'll probably hear it often. I think the other thing is I just posted an article for my clients to read was about movement in your life, like throughout your day, right? Not just in your life, throughout your day. So yeah, we might schedule a time to work out at the gym or at home or what have you, but what are we doing in between that? And even the differences of how many calories you burn from a sitting position to a standing position is actually pretty interesting stat there of how many more calories you burn or just adding in more movement. I'm not talking about exercise. I'm talking about movement. Take the steps, basic things like that. Uh, walk around. My daughter walks around the kitchen sometimes when she's listening to her podcast, just to get her steps in (laughs) when it's cold outside and she can't walk. I mean, there's just figure out how to put more movement in your day. Love it, I, think love that's, it. I think the other one would be and this is going to be di- I mean it's going to be different for everybody other than get up and drink two glasses of water first thing in the morning just because I need you to drink more water throughout the day is you need to work on your sleep habits because everybody has habits for the sleep I'm not saying that they're serving you well so you know going to bed with your phone in your hand probably not a good habit Having a television in your bedroom, probably not a good habit. It's not going to serve you well. Those types of things of having a, a, a habit of getting into a good sleep pattern so that you get the solid seven to eight hours of sleep, because that's going to keep you younger more than most things.
0: I love it. And and I think sleep, that's a hot topic in our house, because you know my kids want to do things like you know, play video games, watch videos, and they get really annoyed because I shut everything down at eight o'clock, you know, and I give them some time to get ready for to come down. And they're starting to notice that they go to sleep faster and they sleep better. Uh, but, you know, that's still the, oh, I want to stay up later. No, you don't. That's, you got the rest of your life to be sleep deprived. As a kid, my job is to make you sleep. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I, love I,
1: I, it. I love that. I mean, we teach them young too. I mean, I, I'm an early riser. I went to bed early, even as, even as a teenager, I went to bed super early and got up early. It's just something that my mom taught me.
0: Yeah. And honestly, it's the little habits that we repeat that build up what we are and what we will be in life. And, you know, I, I'm trying to teach, my kids about habits and, and, you know, the, the term I use is sleep hygiene, but, you know, the reality is it's, it's your sleep routine. And most people think that starts the minute your head hits the pillow, whenever it happens to hit the pillow. Um, But for me, I know my kids both respond very well to same bedtime, you know, same routine. And, you know, it's funny because people kind of do it with infants you know they make sure the infants have that routine but then we forget it as their kids and just randomly you know all of a sudden they're they're staying up too late they're cranky and it's like this is all fixable stuff
1: i think a lot of our habits are very fixable a lot of the things in our life are very fixable
0: now I, i'm going to ask two really hard questions so you know my listeners know where i'm going be prepared First Whoa. question, you're the expert at being Blondina, not Jeff. So is there anything I should have asked you? Sorry, while you're drinking, I'd make you laugh. Is there anything <laughs> I should have asked you that my listeners are screaming, going, why didn't you ask this, Jeff? Um, is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't?
1: I think that your audience, just based on the fact that I've been in the industry for 30 years, I'm, I'll be 49 in four months. I think they might, if it's a women, mainly women audience, probably some men or a portion of both, they might want to ask about hormones. Here's why I have found in my 30 years, you know, it's like things change yeah. and it gets, so I can sit here and tell you, drink your water, move more, sleep better. And you're like, look, I'm doing all that. And things are just not adding up. I'm trying and they're not adding up. I think that's where the struggle comes in, specifically for women. Well, it started for me at 36. I thought I had some hormonal imbalance switches, like things were going on, and I paid attention. Luckily, I had great doctors that I could work with, but definitely at 40, like right around 40, things switched and I had to change things. So, yes, I still had the great habits of drinking my water, getting in all my movement. I had great sleep habits, but guess what? All of a sudden, my sleep started being disrupted for no reason other okay. than my hormones switched. So I can say you have an amazing routine and you're doing that great. But all of a sudden you're waking up and you're drenched in sweat or you're waking up because you have to pee or whatever the case may be. Right. <laughs> so I think that that is a subject and probably for another day, for a longer talk, I think that we <laughs> have
0: that, to. That's a major talk. Yes. Cause I will okay. I'm gonna have I'm gonna ask you a favor. I would love to have you come back. We need to have that discussion because I, I think there's so many people. Number one, they ask the doctor and the doctor's busy and they say, Well, you know, it's just age and accept it. Um, I think there needs to be more conversations about hormones and and you know, all of the changes that we we accept as a given when reality is when you Focus on the hormone problem; a lot of the other symptoms just vanish.
1: Correct. It. it yes. It is a. It's a definitely definitely a more in depth conversation, and you have to. I mean, I wanted to be heard, and the doctor, couple of doctors, I fired because they weren't hearing me. They were like, "Well, you need to, you know, my sex drive went down. Well, you need to date your husband." I'm like, "I date him every week. I just want really to have that desire back, you know." And then. Uh, well, I put on seven pounds. What's odd for a fitness per I, you know, pretty. It was an odd yeah. if I lost seven pounds, gained seven pounds. So I mentioned it, and they were like, "You need to go on Weight Watchers." I was like, "Did you, did you look at my file? Like, did you look? Like, you know, I'm what gonna I do
0: stab you? you with a paperclip right now. I'm, I'm getting this close.
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna leave right now. I think I'm gonna need to go and ask somebody else these questions. So, but I, it, it is definitely been a journey. And, and you do have to have the conversation because it is a journey and it, you're dealing with a different level of stuff.
0: I, I interviewed somebody for the podcast. She's a patient care advocate. I feel like you two need to meet and collaborate because she was hilarious. Um, but that's the thing. People accept, you know, and, and the, in our Canadian medical system, I think the doctors are now allowed 10 minutes per patient their job is to give you whatever drug you need to get you out of their office today and if you're back tomorrow well i got another 10 minutes for you but we as as the the humans the patients we need to say stop i need this let's let's diagnose rather than you know just start throwing drugs at me and hope for the best
1: yes you need longer than 10 minutes that's for sure
0: so my my last hard question is, how can people get in touch with Blondina and learn more about you and, and just really connect with a fabulous, fun friend? Hey, there we go.
1: I'm going to be your fabulous, fun friend forever now. So uh, just, my website is just blondinapalazzo.com. Super simple. My email is blondinafit at gmail.com. If you search for Blondina on social media, the I'm probably one of three that comes up. So it's not too hard to find me.
0: Awesome. And I'll put your LinkedIn profile in the show notes as well, because I think most of the people watching this are going to connect through LinkedIn. Um, Blondina, I just want to thank you for your time today. It was absolutely fantastic and definitely fun. So thank you for hanging out with me.
1: You're very welcome, Jeff. Thank you for having me.
0: to your wellness.